Hi, I'm Laura Von Holt. And I'm Alex Gershney, and you're listening to Astrology Zoned, a Susan Miller fan podcast. Susan Miller reads the stars. We read Susan Miller. Hi, Alex. Hi, Laura. <laughs> How are you? Um, lovely. Thank you for asking. Excited to see you. Um, actually, I just realized that I think I feel nervous because the October horoscopes are out. And we're recording this on Saturday, September 30th. Unprecedented. Unprecedented. I'm actually like, can I, am I allowed to talk about October? Do I need to wait? Oh, I guess we're doing it. We're doing it. It's happening. We're doing it. This wow. is unlike any Susan forecast that I think we've encountered in 20 years. In 20 years. This is definitely a very different one. Um so, yeah, well, let's get into it. So the first thing, there's this, the October forecasts are surprising for several reasons. Um, the first being that they happened at all, because a few days or a week ago, we had seen posted on social media that Susan had had um, an eye injury or an eye infection. Yes. And it was, a, I guess she has one eye that works better than the other, which we've known because she's mentioned eye health problems frequently in the past you know, five, 10, 15 years, but one of them, it was really bad. And she was, as she said, she was essentially blind. Um, and so there was all this warning of like, we don't know when things will come out, what will happen. Um, and that she'd been working on them. And then there was some, but then I noticed that as soon as she was sick, her social media posts happened more frequently. So I was yes. wondering, and she was she was recovering from the infection. I don't think she was in the hospital anymore, but she was recovering. And so I was wondering if she had an assistant or something posting for her. Um, and then yesterday we saw that they were up on the website and coming soon to the app with a caveat, which was very interesting, in that it was not going to be the full horoscope. It was going to be just the summaries because those had already been completed before her eye infection. Right, which led to us asking a lot of questions about yes. Susan's process. Yes, and she did cover some of this in the note, which was yes. an update on her um, eye infection. And she does think she's going to recover, and soon she'll be seeing out of her good eye again, and he's the computer and the screen, but not yet. So we are wishing her a speedy recovery, but also I'm like, don't look at the screen, Susan, if you can't. Like, we don't, we don't need you to, like throw your body on the line for this. You know? We absolutely don't. That's no. been a lot of the um, response from social media. You know, people, yeah. Susan's fans are very devoted. And so they are just wishing her the best. Yes. Um, but also it's a lot of like, you're, you know, thinking of us in this time, Susan, like yeah. you need to get better. You're telling us that you're blind. Yeah. You know, we don't need the horoscopes necessarily. Yeah. So she opened the note. And one thing she mentioned was that she was dictating the note, which she had never done before. Um, and it was uh, something to get used to. And I was like, I get that because as like a writer, like I definitely think differently when I'm typing and reading it than when you're speaking it, you know. So I know people who do dictate novels and it is like a learning curve of learning to process your imagination that way. Right. And I was wondering yeah. too, if she was just dictating like, to to her phone and it was recording it or if she yeah. was dictating it to her assistant which is like another level of like kind of vulnerability right. right exactly right it was like is it like working girl old school style where like you're Don Draper in Mad Men and someone's actually taking dictation or is she speaking into like a voice memo 
Right. Was transcribing it. Yeah. Right. We don't uh, have the answer to we that. Don't, we but, don't know, but we notice it. Um, but I think, so then she mentioned why the horoscopes were out now and why they were short is that it was the summaries. And she said that each month I write the summary two months in advance and don't look at it when writing the body of my forecast until the very end. I do this so that I know I've given you the most comprehensive, accurate, and detailed forecast possible. And these two sentences were like a can of worms because I I think, Susan, every month is usually a few days late, sometimes many days late. And the constant feedback is, what can we do to help you make these be more timely? And so I, we've learned a lot of things now that the summary parts, which are always at the end, she's written months in advance. And then she goes and basically rewrites the entire horoscope with more detail for the first part. And you and I a while ago agreed to stop reading the summaries because we thought the first part of the forecast was the main part. And that's the part that we decided to like report on. But now, but then now that we've had the experience where we've only been able to read the summary without her other forecast, the additional one that takes her, you know, so long to write and why the horoscopes are so late, I'm a little concerned that she's been for 20 years doing double the work. I think she has. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely what it sounds like. And this seems, I mean, this must be the process that she wants to do because yeah. it's endless feedback where people yes. are saying like, Susan, why don't you start earlier? And it's yeah. like, we literally just learned she starts two months in she advance. She starts two months in advance, has most of the it written. And the thing that I noticed in these, which we can get into, is that they are the basic things of like, here's what the full moon is. Here's when the full the new moon is. Here's some other important events around it. And in the summaries, you are missing some of her more like, you know, Susan Miller turns of phrase or some of her little tangents and stuff. But it is like a pretty succinct um summer it is literally a summary of what you're going to get and i was reading this and i was like she could actually just add a couple paragraphs into this and not be rewriting it from the beginning from like from a fresh start Uh, right and i'm also wondering like if you know she is getting older and if she has more health issues which could happen like is it time for a streamline susan Time to streamline. Like I don't want to rock the boat with someone who's got been doing it this way for twenty years because that's the way she likes to do it. But I was like, if you are needing to make an adjustment in the amount of screen time that you spend, I think you have an obvious path forward. Yes, because I think we both felt like these um, shortened versions were pretty good. They were pretty good. They didn't have some Susan Miller Zaza Zoo, but that would be a few added sentences or par- like maybe a couple extra paragraphs or a deeper explanation. But, you know, like I love it when she talks about the ancient Babylonians. We didn't get any Babylonians, but you could we add a Babylonian not. at any point into these summaries. That's true. That's yeah. true. Right. You take the summary from two months ago, add in ancient yeah. astrologers, add in, you know, some insane thing about, you know, the planet's role and God knows what. And yeah. that would be fine. And the other thing that I noticed, she says she does this thing where she writes it two months in advance and then writes a body is she wants to give us the most comprehensive forecast. And I, and the thing that I think is a little confusing to me is like, 
the horoscopes don't change like with a current event. Like they can inform current events, but like the stars are moving on a pattern that is like mathematically predictable. Like that's how astrology works. It's a chart and a map that you're reading. So it's not like waiting till the month before informs more of this. Absolutely. And I think that's why a lot of people on social media are always like, why are these late? Yeah. yeah. There's no reason for them to be late. You could do this months in advance. And if you want them to be comprehensive and accurate, adding to the, like the previous bones of like the structure, because it's the same structure she uses where in in her other forecasts that she rewrites, she gives you the new moon, the full moon, the same, you know, the same structure of like what are the major events and then like adds to it. So like, it is was very confusing to have this like perfectly adequate free horoscope to read and then be like, why are you writing an entire second additional 5,000 words or something when you like, you already right. are halfway there. Right. Yeah. And you kind of have to believe that she sort of sees it that way because mm-hmm. she thought it was okay to release these. Right. Right. Exactly. Like, and so like, what is the value add, especially if you are being taxed by it yes at the point of like you know certain body parts are habitually failing (laughs) like and so like and i'm not saying this because i want her to change everything she's doing but it's like maybe she could work smarter not harder and also i would like the susan miller horoscopes to last as long as she is capable and willing and has the desire to and so i'm like maybe we would get a little longer longevity out of this if you were a little more streamlined, Susan. We're worried about you. We are. And we can hope this is the turning point. Yeah. And maybe Susan will realize this is the way forward or her assistant will realize, or maybe, you know, all these editors and people that she works with, like maybe they'll have some input into like, this is a much better process. What you're doing is totally nutty. Uh, I couldn't see... Though I feel like she's probably had that. I feel like maybe only her daughter or the doctor could tell her. You have to severely minimize your screen time. And that would be the thing that would actually do it. I think you're right. I think she would listen to the doctor. Susan, if you're worried that your readers would turn on you because they were shorter or something, we would not. Like the fact that people want them promptly and have been asking for it is, I think, the clue that like you can be released from any guilt around having a shorter, more succinct horoscope that is timely. Absolutely. And like, just take one look at the truly thousands of comments on social media saying that we hope you get better. Yeah. Like your supporters are your supporters. They're not going to go away if you don't write 10,000 words a month. Yeah. So. So So, yes, we are wishing Susan a speedy recovery. The horoscope are shorter, understandably. Um, But she didn't let everybody know she's still on Discord all the time. She's going to do another AMA. Ask me anything. She sure is. She wants you to join Discord. She wants you to follow her on, she called it Twitter parentheses X. Good, Susan. Good. That said, if you read last month or listened to us last month, you know that she was hacked and she's looking for someone on who's affiliated with Twitter to potentially help her out to get her account back. Yeah. So was this resolved or... No, she says I'm still in talks with X to get my account reinstated. So I guess you can't follow her on that. But, you know, they have lost about 15 million users since um, Elon Musk took over, maybe even more. And they can't afford to be losing Susan Miller. (laughs) They cannot. She's got so many followers. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. That's I didn't realize it was so many. Mm, Yeah. 
Maybe Yikes. maybe more, but yes, definitely at least that. At least those are, I believe, like the yeah, the active that's active users. I don't know if that counts like people having deleted their account as well, but the active users has dropped significantly since Elon Musk. Wow. Check over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, you can still reach Susan on Discord. She says her assistant is helping her post through this eye surgery and she's hoping to get better soon and she's seeing her doctor every day. So well, good. Well, we wish her a very speedy recovery, hope. And but also Susan, take your time. It doesn't have to be fast. You can recover slow if you need to. We're fine. We're, We're fine, fine, Susan. We're fine. We're fine. Yeah. Um, although I guess if she takes too long to recover, then she won't be have you know the bank of summaries that she's got already. She's that's true. That's so. true. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know how far up ahead she is when it right. comes to summaries. So right. Well, we'll see. Yeah. So Libra, Libra. Sorry that on your birthday month, Susan Miller has is ill, but I feel like she still came through with you. Like at least she didn't give you a short. Um, horrifying horoscope. It was positive. That's true. It was very yeah. positive. Yeah. It, it was missing some of that kind. The language is the language. What, yeah, what, it's on the special Zaza Zoo. Like you got no Babylonians, no big metaphors. But no, no kind of like this is your birthday. This is yeah, your time. There wasn't any like, of that. But still, it was positive. So I think we should say happy birthday, Libra. Happy birthday. Yay. So in the you know, so you go to the website or whatever, and you click through, and at the top of every horoscope, it says, your October forecast is shorter than usual due to a severe eye infection I got earlier in September. Please be sure to read news from Susan Miller for a full explanation. So she puts it right up there. She's like, listen, this is what you're getting. But what you're getting is fine. It's fine. Is fine. Definitely adequate, I felt. And also, I felt like because it was succinct, I was like, okay, like, I feel prepared. I don't feel like she had room to give me existential dread. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. There was a marked lack of existential dread. Yeah, like, she couldn't really scare me that much. It was just like, here's the highlights, kids. Just the facts. Yeah. Just the facts. You know, and I enjoy enjoy the highlights. So, but, but Libra, things are looking good for you. And I can say that because I am a Taurus with a Libra rising and Ooh. so I was like, it's it's looking good for my my Libras and my Libra rising. So looking looking good. Um she did start off heavy with a grand assumption that there was a spouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where I felt the difference. Like she usually starts with something like, you know, it's your birthday, this yeah. is your time, and here's what you can do with the things that are coming to you from your birthday. Yeah. And this literally started with the words your spouse. Your spouse. So your spouse may make headlines in your life. But it but it could also be a spouse, steady sweetheart, or alternatively, as always, a business partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but good news, a sum of money seems to be heading your way, much to your surprise. Great. And even though these are shorter horoscopes, she still gave us a list of the ways in which it could arrive. So thank goodness. I know, thank goodness. I love a list. Form of a commission, bonus, royalty, or gift, or it may come as an inheritance, insurance payout, bank loan, infusion of venture capital, or a mortgage. So money is coming to you around the full moon of September 29th, which will be strong and influential in the first four days of October. So it's your birthday and you're getting some money. Happy birthday. Also, it's it's very nice that we're saying that and we're not saying, 
hope that happened to you in the first four days of October. Right. We're just like, it's Saturday, September 30th. And we're like, yeah, last night was the full moon. You still have time. We're wishing the best for you. The best. Yeah. Um, then she was, you know, then we got some planets about how Mars is in Libra. That means that Libras have control. Yes. Um, and, and also, oh, go ahead, Alex. No, I was going to say, so there's all this stuff about Mars and Mars doing different things with different planets. So mm-hmm. Mars is in Libra, but also Mars is reaching out to Venus. Yes. So she says that's going to be great um, and have to do with the full moon and you should be very happy and lots of things to celebrate. Yeah, with lots of friends and because, you know, Mars and Venus are lovers. That's right. So it's great. They're on your side. Yeah. Um, then we have to move into dun 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 eclipse season. Oh, here we go. Here we go. So there will be um, a new moon solar eclipse in Libra on October fourteenth. So she says, watch the ten days that follow. So between October fourteenth and October twenty fourth, in case you can't do the math, I did it for you. You will be more likely to feel the message of this eclipse, and you also might have felt it on September fourteenth. Or maybe on November 14th. So the month before, the month after. So anyway, guys, um, be prepared. <laughs> be prepared for like three months. Yeah. Give or take like a couple months. Be prepared. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but she thinks you, most of you will feel it this month. And and then new moons open a new door. So stay alert to a new opportunity that seems work-related and leans towards tapping your creative talents. Right. Okay. So anytime between September and mid-November – the eclipse is gonna eclipse some new stuff into your life, right? Because that's the thing that she also has about eclipses. They like close doors, open doors. So that's right. That's right. So um, so she goes back to money. Yeah. But Wait. it's slightly different. <laughs> this whole one made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Please tell us what made you okay, laugh. So she said that she said that. Um, Mars is going to move into Scorpio on October 11th. So you might be spending more money, which will be directed towards a family or items for your home. And if it's too much money, ask your mom or dad for help. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't think we've ever heard her say that. We've never heard her say that. She does talk a lot about your relationship with your parents, but it's usually like you need to help them or like they'll yeah. become a focal point. It's never like hit your parents up for money. No, I was literally, and I was like, are you like everyone of every age right now? <laughs> like I was like, this like, I don't know that I as like a 43 year old woman could really hit my dad up for money right now. <laughs> right. But it was funny too, because she's like, you're going to be getting money. And then she's yeah. like, oh, no, wait, you're, but you're going to be spending, spending it. it and it. then ask your mother or father for financial help. Um, yeah. But she did say because of Pluto, that your parents would be sympathetic. Yes. So it's something for a family. So I don't know. I'm, I'm envisioning like your kid needs a cast and they're like, let me help with the extra medical. Right. It's yeah. not just like, hey, I want to go to a party. Right. It's not like, can I have 20 bucks? I got to buy some beer. <laughs> like, it's a big expense for family. So I don't know. It, that, but that just made me giggle. It's like, she's like, um, anyway, horoscope says, ask your dad for money. <laughs> I know. And I also I, wonder, like, every family is different. So, like, who in your family is more likely to give you money? Like, if you asked your mom or your dad, like, where would you have better success? And for what item? Mm, interesting. Yeah. 
I was also wondering, you know, Susan talks a lot about her daughters. Who, yes. Like we know that they both seem like very capable. Yeah, very and capable, very independent. Very successful. Yeah. So I don't get the impression that Susan's children are asking her for money. No, I don't. But she helps with, the, you know, the baby and whipping open all those boxes. And Never forget the boxes. Yeah, never forget the boxes. So I don't know. I don't know. That's right. Okay. Oh. Well, anyway, so there, there does there's a little bit more money because of the new moon eclipse in Taurus on October 28th brings good news with money. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, and and just, you know, if you haven't read this, like it's not bullet points. No. Like this is a fully written out narrative yeah. from her. Yeah. It follows the chronological order of like when things will occur in the month and like gives you detail about it. Like, like, like the only thing that's missing is some of her like terms or phrases or longer lists or like, you know, when she tries, when she does one thing will happen and she tries to cover like all five scenarios on which it could happen. Right. But or like there's nothing really in here about like romance. Right. 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 So you know, she like, didn't cover, she covered like what the direct astrology was, but she didn't cover every aspect of your life as she right. usually does where she'd be like, oh, there won't be much romance this month or this, there won't be much of a career this month. Like she usually tries to cover most of your. Like, right. And, is. and it makes sense if she's writing this essentially for her, yeah. there's no explanation about like what certain planets do or like the role that certain yeah. planets play in things or when she describes, you know, like yeah. astrology, there's none, there's no teaching moments yeah. in this because yeah. it seems like it's for her. Right. But this month it's for us. Right. This month it's for us. Well, but then it was like a nice succinct thing because the last paragraph was about how the full moon lunar eclipse in October 28th. So we've got one there on the 14th and then one on the 28th. There's two this month, which I feel like this is eclipse season. Like that happens every year or it's happened mm-hmm. before. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the moon is in your solar chart is linked to your 10th house. We love the 10th house of career, reputation, and advancement. So you might get a new position or a promotion or a higher salary or if you're self-employed, a new client. And she says, you will do better if your compensation is linked to performance, which I thought was a pro tip. So you want to you get a commission, a royalty, a residual, or a bonus. Um, because good fortune Jupiter will accompany the full moon and see that you feel financial luck. And then she said, very winningly at the end, so the sky's the limit. Ask for what you feel is fair. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds great. Really great. And I know she felt like she had to give that disclaimer at the yeah, top. But, but I thought, like, I thought it was a really nice and adequate horoscope. Same, especially for a person who is functionally blind, as yeah. she calls it. Um, so, yep. Um, happy birthday, Libra. Susan, thank you for this nice horoscope. Felt great. Yeah. Happy yeah. to have it. Oh, great. Um, Alex, you want to tell me about my Scorpios, my, my Scorps? How are the Scorps doing? All right, Scorps. So, you know, of course, you are getting this shortened forecast as well, but it's not that short and it covers a lot of ground. So she says, as you begin October, you may need a little rest after wrapping up a large project near the September 29th full moon in Aries. Wonderful. So, you know, take some rest, I think, if you need it. Um, She says, you're finishing up potentially some, quote, special touches on this project. You're working behind the scenes. You've got a big role in it. You're, like, doing your thing, Scorpios. 
Um, And she says, at that full moon, September 29th, you likely received fabulous reviews for your work, or you soon will. I hope that is true. I actually have a performance review coming up in October. So, wow, Alex. I would like for VIPs to be impressed with my style, creativity, and sound judgment. Well, they will be. They will be. Yes. I hope so. Susan said so, obviously. Yes. Okay. So then she says something which kind of comes up quite a lot during this shortened horoscope, which is that. Mars will enter Scorpio on October 11th to stay until November 24th, which will prove to be the most powerful period of the year for you. And then she says, the period of staying low key will be over. (gasps) During those six weeks, you will be in the spotlight. Wow. Okay. I'm a little nervous about that. Yeah. That sounds like a little, like not quite your style. It's not quite my style being in yeah. the spotlight, but she really kind of drives that point home through mm-hmm. the rest of this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what's going to happen to you. You're mm-hmm. going to be in the spotlight. This is your time to shine, okay. which is interesting because, you know, it's not Scorpio season until next month. Right. So, right. But Scorpio season will come at the end of October, so it could be like ushering in. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, so she says, you know, you're kind of like still doing this behind the scenes work until that happens, but then you're in the spotlight. <gasps> I know. Okay, so there are eclipses. She says there could be some things in this eclipse that, like, you don't love, that may frustrate you. Um, But, you know, you're Scorpio, so you're going to be persistent. Yeah. You know, you're going to be determined. And you're not going to take no for an answer. No. You're going to figure out ways that you can get what you want and the situations will still work and you're going to come up with solutions. Susan is not worried about you, Scorps. No, she is not. She has a lot of faith in you. She really does. She really does. Um, She says Pluto is going to reach out to Uranus in a rare sparkling aspect. Ooh, a sparkling aspect. That's the thing. I'm like, she even had time to put sparkling aspect in this yeah. abbreviated yeah you know it's only um, a sparkling aspect if it comes from the region of uranus if it comes from another planet it's just like prosecco it's not a sparkling aspect <laughs> oh my god that's so true <laughs> it's so interesting yeah about these uh these you got to be from the right planet or yeah you're just yeah it's a sparkling aspect <laughs> yeah so she says this sparkling aspect um a partner is going to help you in a surprising way. So as as Laura said, she doesn't give up on the lists, mm. even though this is an abbreviated um, forecast. She says this person could be an accountant, lawyer, agent, or publicist, similar to the way a photographer would work with an art director or a screenwriter would collaborate with a writing partner. Wow. I know. I, I don't really know. Um, but... Despite the fact that she says that things are going to frustrate you potentially during this eclipse, she says at the full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus on October 28th, you will be in your strongest position all month, moving from off stage to center stage. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So again, this whole thing about like you're coming into the spotlight, you're not working behind the scenes anymore, Scorps, like get, get into your light. Um, she also says that within a few days after the eclipse arrives, you may hear a secret that someone has kept from you. Oh, 
I'm always interested when Susan says, like, you might hear a secret. Yes, because I, yeah, Alex, try to remember if you do hear a secret. I want to know what. I mean, okay. You can't tell me, but like, I want to know if you heard one. That's true. Okay. So I'm going to be on the alert for secrets after October 14th. Okay. Okay. So um, more with Uranus, great things, sending a shimmering beam. Ooh, that's a sparkling aspect. Wow. I know. There's so much. The other thing she says is that um, at this eclipse on October 28th, you may notice an international influence, which potentially means you could be traveling. Okay. Exciting. Um, and again, eclipses often trigger like some change or some decision. And so you may be dealing with that towards the end of October. Um, and she says, if your birthday falls, our guess are it's around October 28th, you'll be more affected by the eclipse. So she tells you to stay optimistic. Good fortune Jupiter is around, um, Saturn, the sun, lots of like great collaborations are going to bring you a sense of stability. Um, honestly, this abbreviated forecast ends with kind of like that similar to very typical Susan, like note of positivity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she says the family of eclipses should end with a positive rewarding, uh, end. So great. I think it was pretty good. Like, I did notice that she repeated a lot of the same themes again. Like, Mm -hmm. you're going to be a center stage. Like, you're going to be working on some things from behind the scenes, but that's going to change. And here's what will happen with eclipses. But I don't know that the longer horoscope offered really much more, except potentially for some, like, Susan practical advice Mm -hmm. or a story from Susan's life or like a deeper explanation of eclipses or, or a referral to like, go check out her blog post on eclipses. Yeah. Which we can just remind people about. She has a blog post on eclipses. Yeah. That's true. She would say that she would, we, I I feel like, right. You know what we're missing is businesswoman. Businesswoman cannot come into the summary. So that's why she has to put them in the forecast. Oh yeah. She can't, she can't be like, by the way, check out my, but she also could. She could literally put that at the, like, in right before she tells you about the last moon, she could be like, by the way, go check out my app for the moon right. void, of course. Right. Like, literally, she could be editing it into this. Yeah. So, I mean, she's never going to listen to us or listen to this podcast or whatever. But, Susan, we figured it out. <laughs> like, figured it <laughs> That's out. That's true. We really did. Yeah. Like, this can be streamlined. Yeah. Um, so Scorpio, I think good things and we'll see you soon for Scorpio season, okay. but wow. Yeah. yeah exciting. Oh my gosh. It's almost Scorpio season, Alex. Finally. Finally. Justice for Scorpios. Wow. Um, but please tell us all about the Taurians, Laura. Yes. Okay. So Tauruses, my Tauruses, look, basically we're good. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were good last month and we're good this month. So I don't know. It's like some, I think some things have come around. Whatever those things that were 18 planets in retrograde, like it's evened out, you know. Um, so as Susan starts off that it will be a big month for you because this month holds the last eclipse in the Taurus Scorpio family of signs, which has been going on since 2021. And now that we're wrapping it up, I'm like, yeah. I think I felt that. I don't think I knew I felt that, but like this is sounding sounding correct. <laughs> so anyway, 
We're almost out of it. <laughs> oh, God, poor Taurus. Don't overextend I know, yourself. I know. Well, she just said it would bring up lots of things, and it was always like, these are tricky. And you're like, okay, yeah, I think she's right. I mean, things have also just been tricky in the world in general, so who knows? Um, so she did want to say that there would be the um, – there's a friendly full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus on October 28th. Um, and that is going to be an important date because something important to you will end and something new and equally important will begin. So mm. at the end of October, it's happening. Um, that is also, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. That's the day that I'm going to a wedding. My friend is getting married. Like something new and equally important will begin. Wow. Her singleness is ending. ending and her uh, marriagehood, whatever, is beginning. Wow. But she's not even a Taurus, but I'm going. So it's like, I don't know. You're bringing the Taurus vibes. I'm bringing the Taurus vibes. I'm like, don't, wow, she's getting married on Eclipse. That's like so, wow. And the day before is when Taylor Swift releases 1989 Taylor's version. Oh, my God. What's the laws already happening? Oh, my God. Okay. I'm glad I thought of that. Okay. Well, anyway, Susan did take some time out of this very succinct horoscope to give us a note on eclipses and what they do, and I just thought I should reiterate. So eclipses move us forward. They don't let us go back to former times. You will see soon. You will soon see the only path open to you be, will, will be the one that lies ahead. You know, Susan, you could take that 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 uh, advice and like rework your process. I'm just saying. Um, st- eclipses will always move up timetables, clarify situa- situations, and if necessary, pull you out of an unproductive relationship or circumstance. That feels as if it is no future value to you. I feel like this horoscope is for Susan Miller, not for me. (laughs) I agree. I'm like, is she a Taurus? Is she a Taurus? We don't know. Anyway, so she says eclipses can also bring reward and sudden opportunities. So stay alert to recognize good fortune when it services. In all cases, you will need to partner with the universe by making an effort to work toward what you hope to achieve. If you do and you are under a favorable eclipse, the universe will meet you more than halfway and extend a hand to you to get to where you are striving to be. So, yes, the end of October has a friendly eclipse, and and it's going to be eclipsing. Um, she, to go back to the beginning of October, she says October will have us in a romantic mood because Uranus, the planet of surprises, is in Taurus, and it's reaching out to, reaching out to Mercury and Virgo, your house of true love. And this suggests that you may hear from an old love or from a current love who you were hoping would call you. Huh. Whoa. I don't know. I'll okay. let you know if that happens. Oh, and like it's going to happen around like the beginning of the month because of the the moon that just happened on September 29th. So um, she says, then Venus, the goddess of love, will enter this important area of your chart on October 8th to stay for a full month until November 8th. So this suggests that October should bring a number of thrilling social activities. Hmm. Yes. Um, and I got excited because I'm traveling through mid-October mid-October into the end of October. So I'm ready for thrilling social activities. Um, Well, they're coming to you. Yeah, exactly. So then she says there's a different eclipse mid-October. I don't know why she told us about the last eclipse first, but now she's recovering her steps. So retracing her steps. So mid-month, October 14th, there will be a new moon solar eclipse in Libra, and it will fall in your sixth house of workplace, and that's where you might see changes mid-October. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, there might be staff changes or changes in assignments or clients, um, but she says teamwork will be answered. So everybody has to work together, and there's nothing you can't conquer. So that's what's going on with the um, 
with the eclipse on October 14th. And then she did just give a little bit of warning that says the October 14th eclipse may drain you a bit. So catch up on extra sleep and keep up with routine doctor appointments. Practical advice. Practical advice. But yeah, I mean, overall, it was very positive. The end of the month might be very exciting. A mid-month might have some career news and uh, things are ending. But something wonderful is beginning. And social events. Social events. Thrilling social activities. Yeah, thrilling maybe, social activities. Maybe an old love. Oh, oh. Someone you've been wanting to call you might call you. I don't know who that would be, but if they <laughs> if they if they show up, I'll be like, oh yeah, you. <laughs> oh yeah, I did want you to call oh, me. Yeah, actually. I guess I did. <laughs> wow, yours was really positive. Yeah, very positive. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a thrilling social activities, like maybe an old flame will reappear and I'll be like titillated by yeah. the emergence yeah yeah that sounds like a very positive eclipse when mm. we know that there's a dark side yes exactly often but, but uh yeah she seems like this one is going to be ending something that has to end and whatever is beginning has to begin and you will just be only you'll be like this is the only path forward so you're just going to take it I'm just going to take it that's right Right. You know, which I find comforting because it's like when two paths diverge in a wood, you're like, oh, which one? I don't like that's too many options. But it's like, if this is the only way, it's the only way. Wow, that's true. I yeah. like that too. You don't yeah. really have to make any choices. Yeah. It's like, this is just one's over. So chin up, buckaroo. <laughs> right. Like, deal yeah. with it. Yeah. <laughs> deal with it, Taurus. Deal with it, Taurus. So, yeah. I So, that was the – those were the horoscopes, the summary horoscopes in October necessitated by Susan Miller's need to recover from her eye infection. And I felt quite satisfied and, like, delighted and also, like, kind of stunned that they're happening before the month. But it feels nice to not be, like, talking about something after it's already happened. It's – a big change for us. And so strange. one big difference is that in her horoscope, so she's usually covering, like for September's horoscope, she covered a lot of what happened at the end of September and early October because she knows she's always late. Right. And this is, that's what we're missing is she's not being like, oh, by the way, let me jump ahead and tell you about November, December, and January while I have some time. She's that's staying true. on the month at hand, which I find actually, it was easier to assimilate the information because we weren't, she wasn't like, by the way, it's going to come up later like you know she'll kind of go off sometimes about like what mercury's doing and what's to do for the next three months and then you're like wait but what am i doing right now right we're always yeah. like why is she talking yeah. about this yeah and so it's she, to compensate for the fact that she was so late yeah yeah right. so yeah so i don't know we'll find out what happens next month but yeah. she'll probably i think you're right laura had said i was like wow susan when she was complaining about the eye stuff or telling us about what was going on, I thought maybe we wouldn't even have horoscopes, but I thought potentially she's been posting so much to social media that we could just talk about that. Yeah. And Laura pointed out that's probably her assistant who's posting yeah. for her. So I think yeah. we're going to see a lot more of that. Yeah. Um, we'll say, you know, Susan doesn't often post like topical things. Mm -hmm. She doesn't really post about mm -hmm. events. And I don't know whether this was like an easy thing for her to say or not. And she wasn't really taking a risk, but she did post maybe a month ago that she didn't think the writer's strike would come to an end before September 15th. Because of Mercury in retrograde. Yeah. And she was so right. I was like, when it was announced, I was like, yeah, Mercury in retrograde is over. Yeah. 
And I also had like a contract that I had to get back on, and I was like, "Oh, we're not available until um, after that." You can't sign that contract knowing like, what you know. Like, I didn't even want to like discuss it. Like, I sent them a list of questions, but I didn't want to actually have anything negotiated or answered until well after the shadow. No, you couldn't. Right. And then it was smart because there were some things that like they weren't contentious, but it was like it was all resolved very quickly. Yeah. Right, because Mercury was direct. Yeah. So God gives Susan that one. Yeah. She called that. So, yeah, good for Susan. And congratulations to the writers. Like, it sounds like they got what they were asking for. And, like, there was no reason for it to go that long. And it's just the AMTP was fault. And because they ended up giving them everything. And they just, you know, but, you know, then, you know, Drew Barrymore doing all that stuff in the middle of Merc Retro. It's like, girl. Okay. I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent yeah. here. But what I've been thinking. Mm-hmm. So, Drew Barrymore very famous, very connected. Yeah. Truly, I cannot understand why there was not someone who said to her, just cool it for like another two weeks. Like things are wrapping up. Like we're probably going to come to an agreement. Like just wait, don't cause like this mania and, and insanity. Yeah, you know, I think um, a few things. I think, A, Mark was in retrograde. And also, with the writer's strike, someone on the internet wisely said, like, be careful because there'll be no news because there's no entertainment. So anything that happens will become the thing to talk about. Like, which is why everyone's like, like, Taylor Swift just take it over the NFL because there's, like, nothing else to talk about. Right. Um, and why, like, so many celebrities have gotten in trouble and, like, it's been a big thing is because there's nothing else to talk about. So Right. Um, but I think with Drew Barrymore, yeah, it was very unwise. And also the thing is actually she had a lot of people saying that to her, like in her comments, <laughs> like, but she wasn't listening to them. She did, but I also don't understand why she didn't. I don't believe that Drew Barrymore didn't know someone who was involved in those negotiations. Exactly. No, exactly. He wouldn't just say right. to her, so, like, you just need to wait. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, well, so a lot of people have said actually they think the blowback from Drew Barrymore is what pushed it in the favor of the writers because – the, if Drew Barrymore was going to be able to continue her show, then other shows were going to be scabs. And the public blowback was so bad. And like she deleted her apology video and she walked it back and then she decided to wait. That it was like, I think there were some people, people have surmised that there was, it was a clue to the producers that they weren't going to be able to get away with things the way they thought they might if they just like waited out and starved out the writers. Um, but there was like way too much public support for it. Um and because if, like, Drew Barrymore can get blowback, like, everyone else is going to get blowback, right? Because she already had so much social bank. She has so much social currency banked for, like, her, like, you know, since being a child star and all the her charisma and, like, people love her talk show. And if she can get that kind of blowback, then anybody can. Right. Um, so I think actually, yeah, for her own sake, some, like, if somebody was telling her, and I think I'm sure they were, or she could just read the room true but i think she also had stakes she didn't say but i like the other guesses that like she her own film company is 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 established in the talk show and it was like her own like money and stuff that she's losing so like or they have something on her that like she had to fulfill i think which she was going to but clearly but anyway there was clearly like other ulterior motives that she decided to prioritize over the like health and safety and like labor rights movement and then realized it was just not going to fly, and it didn't. So, um, uh, yeah, I was just looking up her birthday. We've got to figure she's a Pisces, right? I would assume. What I don't know. Yeah, what is she? 
I don't know. I'm looking it up. Yeah. But if she's not a Pisces, or a I Cancer, don't. maybe she could be a Cancer. Yeah, she could be like one or the other rising. Yeah. Oh, she's on the cusp. February twenty second. Mm. Is that Pisces? Yeah, that's the end of Aquarius going into Pisces. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, but I mean, if she hadn't done that and gotten all that pushback, we might have the strike might have gone on longer. But it actually showed all how much favor there was on the side of the writers, um, right? And also, someone made the joke that like uh, Mallorca was getting cold anyway, so like fine, we'll end this show. <laughs> we'll like take our yachts and like come oh back. Like, like I'm done with summer anyways. Like I don't know what to do this winter, so like let's make some shows. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, I wow. mean, look, between, between the Burning Man debacle and Drew Barrymore, it was a tough, and Mila and Ashton, it was a tough month for the elites. <laughs> it really was. And I don't want to let Mila and Ashton off the hook, but it's like, talk about like Merc Retro, bad Merc, communication. Yeah, talk about Merc Retro, how people not be able to read the room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's way too kind to give them the Merc Retro out. Yeah, but like, no, talk about like, no, because, you know, Mercury, it also reveals things, right? And that's true, too. Anyway, the pro tip to the wise is keep your nose very clean during Merc Retro because it will always come out. <laughs> that's true. We cannot say that enough. And Susan, yeah. Susan always says it. And be careful about that shadow. Yeah, be careful about that shadow. Oof. Well, wow. anyway, okay, so, well, Susan's horoscopes were short, but our thoughts were long, so you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our rambling. Yeah, we, we will be back next month, and can't wait to find out what happened with you guys in the eclipses, or, you know, if you've got secrets or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, pay attention to your secrets, mm-hmm. and we'll see you next month, and we'll see what Susan delivers. What an exciting time to be covering the Susan Miller beat. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.